take a short break. Today, of course, is the uh, finishing the 18th day of Kislev, going into the 19th day of Kislev. By the Hasidic Chabad, today we wish one another a good Yontav and Lashon Toiva. Belimuda Hasidus, Vedakia Hasidus, that's in the study of Hasidus and the ways of Hasidus, which should be inscribed and sealed. Now, you know that today Yutas Kislev is both the, first of all, it's the Yorzeit, the day of passing of the Magid of Mezrich, which was the teacher of the Alter Rebbe of Rav Schneir Zalman, and as well as it's also the day that the Alter Rebbe of Schneir Zalman went out of prison after being incarcerated because of slanders against his, him and the teaching of Hasidus. And uh, with the great mercy of Hashem, he was freed. And um, one, of the, uh, one of the objections and, uh, to, uh, to the Alter Rebbe and his teaching was that uh, these are um, kind of new things um, to Yiddishkeit, uh, not the traditional way, the way the people that we used to till then. But the thing is like this, you know, it's, uh, it's important before anybody passes judgment or before anybody comes to conclusions, they first have to experience and they have to see really what it's written inside. And only after they see what is written, they can say, well, this doesn't fit in with my tradition. This is different. But you have to first read and see, it's a small booklet, uh, seemingly, relatively speaking, the Tanya, which is made out of five sections. But I bet you you'll be surprised if you haven't opened the Tanya and you haven't read it. And the Tanya is the sort of considered the basic Sefer, the Torah Shabbat Sab of Hasidus, the basic principle. But if you haven't ever taken the Tanya and read the Tanya, I bet you'd be surprised. You, you, you probably are thinking that it, it talks about uh, some mysterious things over there, things that are beyond uh, comprehension. And uh, by the way, the Tanya was studied by all, uh, by all groups. It wasn't only the uh, Hasidim or Hasidic Chabad that studied the Tanya. From all groups, and there were, matter of fact, there were great shiurim given by various great outstanding Talmidic Chachomim and scholars who are not necessarily... Uh, associated with uh, Hasidus or with Chabad, they still found the Tanya to be something very powerful and very meaningful and very inspirational and helped them in their service of Hashem. I just wanted to take this to, to a few minutes over here just to share with you what is the Alter Rebbe end in the last, the very end of the Tanya? What, what do you think the Alter Rebbe writes over there? In the, the very last thing that we learned today, uh, the uh, Tanya has been divided into the uh, every day of the year we learn one section so that we uh, complete the whole cycle. So on the 18th day of Kislev we finish the Tanya and we start again on the 19th day of Kislev. So what do you think it says in the end, the last thing of Tanya? You think maybe it says some, uh, you know, that you got to be Chabad or maybe it says here that, uh, uh, you know, you got to do certain a certain, uh, a certain way. It doesn't say that at all. Uh, the Alter Rebbe is saying here at the end, He's begging the people that they should make sure that when they daven, they should daven properly. They should daven, the chazan should be a proper chazan, uh, the one who leads the services. He says you should say word for word to make sure that tefillah b'tzibur is kept and is done in a real and in a halachic dika way to make sure that people answer amen and that people daven properly. That's number one. Number two, 
Um, that's the, the one of the discussions. Number two, he talks about the idea that people should complete the entire Shas. If you think that the Dafyomi, that's something which has been instituted in the uh, Rameer Lublin. But the Alter Rebbe writes here that in every single city, or even more, in, within every minion, the people should complete the entire uh, Talmud once a year, complete the entire Talmud. He doesn't say here to uh, complete the entire Hasidus or anything else. He just talks about, simply speaking, he says they make sure to finish and complete and study the entire Talmud uh, once a year. Now, he says, if you can do it by yourself, okay, blessings to you, but if you can't accomplish the task, it's too much. So, you participate and you have everybody takes one mesechta, everybody takes one tractate or a portion of the Rav, and you jointly finish the, the Talmud. But he is uh, very strongly advocating that once a year, the entire Talmud needs to be finished by each community. It has to have a completion of the Tanya. Next, he talks about saying Tilim, that one should say chapter one, uh, 119, Kuf And then further, he talks very strongly that one should be very knowledgeable in the laws of Shabbos. And very knowledgeable in the laws of Shabbos. He talks about that the laws of Shabbos are very intricate and there's a lot of details to them. And we must make sure to know all the halachas of Shabbos. He quotes from the Maimur Chazal over here that one who studies the laws of Shabbos is forgiven of all of his sins. And he asks also, he says, there's the uh, keeping Shabbos on the simple level, but there's also keeping Shabbos on the inner level. What is the inner level of keeping Shabbos? Because on Shabbos, we know how did Hashem created the world six days. But still speech, Hashem created the world. And then what happened on Shabbos? The speech ceased. He stopped to speak, so to speak, on Shabbos. So the Rebbe advocates over here that on Shabbos, no dvarim betelim. That one should cease of talking any idle talk, things that are not connected to... Uh, Torah, things that are not connected to mitzvahs, not connected to learning, uh, Yeres Hashem, Shabbos is Shabbos, it's quiet. The Ebrister doesn't speak, so to speak, on Shabbos, doesn't create the world. We don't speak anything but from Kedusha. Now, uh, and the same thing is also on the level of of Zohar of, Shabbos, uh, that one should utilize the Shabbos to daven and to learn, to connect to Hashem in a very powerful way. So here you see, this is the end, this is the last, this is today's basically a synopsis of today's chapter in, in the Tanya. Uh, in the beginning of the Tanya, and you need to also realize that the Alter Rebbe was an outstanding, outstanding scholar. You know, I try to uh, demonstrate this by, you know, today we have people who become experts. How does a person become an expert? They're an expert in the field. There's, then we have, we have different fields, we have different sciences, we have different... And there are different professors and there's different people who have their expertise. Within each profession, it gets split up again and again and again. And when you go over, you ask a doctor who is a specialist in one area, and you ask him about another area, you say, that's not my area of expertise. I know this is my defined area. 
and so on and so forth. Most people today, professors or experts, whatever they are, they have a very limited, they have a very small piece of what they, uh, they study, and that is where they gain their expertise. But when we talk about people who were to be an expert in the Talmud, and to be an expert in the Kabbalah, and to be an expert in Allah, and to be an expert in uh, human soul, and the knowledge of how intricate the human soul works, that's being an expert in all fields. And not just knowing old fields, but being an expert in old fields. That means knowing all the details so that any question that you ask in any aspect of Torah, because when you learn the Talmud or when you learn any part, you see it's all interrelated. In the Torah we have everything. So a person who becomes an expert in Torah means that he has expertise in every field, in all these different fields. And the Alter Rebbe bases all of his teachings a very everything is brought down on the Talmud, on the Pesukim, on the Mamari Chazal, on the Kabbalah, on all various different places and they are very powerful and very strong uh, evidence to try to make the points no different than a scholarly uh, work of a Pnei Yeshua or some sort of trying to or a Katsoy Sachoshin in the revealed part of the Torah, but the Alter Rebbe does, he shows the same thing in the inner part of Torah, taking a, a piece of Talmud, explaining that piece of Talmud, and showing how through explaining it in a inner way. But basically, the Tanya was, is like a, a, a book for trying to heal the soul, for people that are looking to gain wholesomeness, looking to achieve closeness to Hashem, wanting to serve Hashem, and finding it sometimes difficult, finding a lot of obstacles, finding sometimes interference. The Alter Rebbe takes apart and he explains how it works, how the inner workings of the uh, nefesh, of the soul, and the struggles that we have, and through doing that and giving certain advices how to overcome, he helps people to become closer to God, helps people to be able to uh, learn more Torah, do more mitzvahs, become holier, to connect and to be able to do what's right. So as we stand today by Yutas Kislev in such an auspicious time, it is certainly a uh, good opportunity for those who have not tasted, those who have not studied, uh, to take the time, take the opportunity to explore, and then you will see that you will be enlightened, and you will be really enjoying something very meaningful that talks to the heart, it talks to the soul, it talks to you, and it helps you uh, do better in various, various aspects, which also brings me to uh, mentioning, tonight we have the Yorzeit of uh, Avram, Ben Yosef Bogart, that's uh, Mr. Bogart's father, who's Yorzeit is, to, is tonight, and he's going to daven. And we know that uh, things are by divine providence, and the fact that uh, Mr. Bogart's uh, Yorzeit is on Yutas Kislev, uh, unbeknown to uh, uh, Mr. Bogart, he started out as a, uh, as a college kid, like many other college kids, and uh, he was, had like the whole world in front of him. And uh, Hashem directed him, and uh, with the, as he has related many times, through the assistance 
and the very special support that he received from his parents and from his father of Asholem who took care of him and made sure that he has whatever he needs they helped him to become a better Yid, to become a committed Jew, to become a person who is involved in Yiddishkeit, in Torah, and mitzvahs, and, uh, and a Chabadnik on top of that. So the Eivishter should help that the Neshama should have an Aliyah and uh, be a good better for him and for the whole family. And we'll be Zoycha very soon to the Bias Mashiach Tzidkenu and Chiyas HaMesim, in which we'll all be together, together, live together for eternity with the coming of Mashiach Tzidkenu. Amen.